You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Welcome to Locked On Bulldogs. We normally would introduce a guest right now. Today it's Daniel and I, and this is just the easiest way to talk about this podcast. Um, we like UGA and we're huge fans of the Bulldogs. Daniel. That's right. We, we don't have a guest today. I forgot to change the background. Hang on. Whoop. There we are. Uh, that's right. For fans, by fans, that's what the podcast is all about. If you're new, welcome. Glad you're here. Um, Georgia just kicked the crap out of Tennessee. Maybe you heard of it. I don't know if you were watching. We, we've got things that we're talking about in this game. Um, we're going to talk about uh, some the defensive back. We might, we're going to talk about the quarterback situation. Um, we're going to talk about the wide receivers. I, mean, we just, I don't know how much we're going to get to on the pod today, but we have got a ton of stuff to talk about. Thanks for being here. Thanks for subscribing and uh, leaving us a rating and review. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are 1,000 subscribers by the SEC Championship game. We're going to do a giveaway. giveaway. Yep. Mm -hmm. Doing a giveaway. So you got to be subscribed in order to win uh, if we get to 1,000 subscribers by the SEC Championship game when we're 12-0 going to Atlanta as the number one team in the country. As Colin so... Uh, deftly put it yesterday. Had a blast with Colin. If you haven't listened to or watched that episode, go back and do that. It was a lot of fun yesterday. But Clint, let me start mm. here. Okay. The year is 1997. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. What if I told you that the series is tied two to two? Here we go. Between the Utah Jazz and the Chicago Bulls. Here we go. What if I told you that severely dehydrated, experiencing flu-like symptoms for multiple days, mm-hmm. what if I told you the best player in the history of the NBA you said that right. staggers into the arena, mm-hmm. is literally being held up by his teammates so that he does not collapse into a heap on the court? Correct. And what if I told you that in the NBA Finals, tied 2-2, two to two, Game 5, he single-handedly wills himself to 38 points Ooh. and a key victory in securing the Chicago Bulls championship and him, and him getting the 1997 Finals MVP, Clint. What if I told you that that was the second best flu game that had ever been played. I would, I would, I was going to ask: Is Jalen Carter somehow related to Michael Jordan? Some, some are speculating that there's a family tie because some are because we out here just bawling out now. Now I want to ask a question with this, Daniel. Did, sure. Did Kirby come out and say pre-game to any reporter? that there was a bug going around to everybody to preempt an excuse or, or did sideline reporter Jamie Ertle have to fish that from other people as players are vomiting on the sideline (laughs) and being taken out. She goes, she's like, I'm just about to say Jamie Ertle seems like she didn't have to dig too deep. That doesn't look normal 
Um, they just hey, just grown hey, men walking around with IV bags, just yeah. taped to hey, their taped to their hey, arms. Hey, trainer, is is there a flu? Oh yeah, no, we everybody got the flu right now, and you guys are balling out. This flu game was something else, Daniel. They were magnificent and poised and structured. All of them across the board. We had numerous starters out. Didn't make a lick of difference. We no. played. We balled. Um, it, yeah, this is the this is the best flu game that I've ever witnessed. Listen, it's not just the flu, but I mean, Jalen, Jalen Carter, first of all, over a hundred degrees and he's out here. He played, he played double digit snaps. He out here making tackles, Clint. You ever tackled an SEC running back, Clint? First of all, no. (laughs) Secondly, I haven't done it while, while being, if I was in a hospital, they would contemplate admitting me. I I haven't done those two things simultaneously. No, Jalen Carter is different than you or I, but it's not just the flu game, Clint. Let's take this as an opportunity, and we're not going to get into the the Kirby Smart slander for putting starters out there at the end of the game. I'm not. I'm not here not to it. participate in such not tomfoolery. Okay, but we will say. The players dropping left and right in this game, and this is not Tennessee fake injury players dropping you understand this is not to slow the tempo down this is like players are legitimately dinged and banged can you count the number of times Devontae? yeah thank you Devontae wyatt out here three separate occasions being like well i think now the hyper extension extension is for real the first two times no the third time i think this is serious now yeah, Nolan Smith goes down, Jordan Davis goes down, Devontae Wyatt goes down, Jalen Carter's out here vomiting on the field. Like, there's no defensive line left. We're talking about, like, we are way into the two deep, three deep, before the game really even gets going. And yet, Clint, mm. the defense just rolls out players <laughs> Again, Georgia yes. fans, stop for a moment and think. Reflect on this, okay? Yes, thank there you. Were, there are times, and other teams this year, where you lose your starting nose tackle and you think to yourself, well, there goes the entire game plan. Now now guards are going to get on the backers. They're not going to be able to run free. That sets up the play action. That sets up the DBs. Oh, no. And then, oh, we can't get pressure off the edge. Who's going to come in with the sacks? We lost Adam Anderson. Now we're losing Nolan Smith. Like, yada, 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 yada. That was never said of this team, guys. That happens on other teams. Other teams go down. Um, Alabama, for instance, you take out a couple of linebackers from their team. All of a sudden, they're giving up how many points to what no-name team? Like, yep. not here, not Georgia, not on the road. To be fair, if you take if you take To'o To'o off the team, they'll probably the defense will probably be shored up a little bit because they might actually make a tackle at some point during the game. Uh, but I digress. Let's let's smooth transition and end this first segment. We said we were going to give this guy an entire segment, Clint. Yes, because. We're not going to be able to afford him that. But but let us say, for the record, yesterday we talked about James Cook. We said, mm-hmm. this is the James Cook we've been waiting for. Okay, This is the James Cook that every season we come into the season hoping that we're going to see. Such is not the case with Robert Beal, Georgia fans. Now listen, Georgia fans, don't make me come after you. You know, and I know. 
that you were not hoping for this from Robert Beal this year. Do you know why? Because you had given up on Robert Beal. You didn't know Robert Beal was still on this team. You thought he transferred. You and I and Clint and everybody else had just kicked Robert Beal to the curb and said, good luck being the starting quarterback at Temple, Robert Beal. But Robert Beal didn't go anywhere. No, Robert Robert Beal also didn't have brain surgery. Robert Beal's head was not just laid open on the operating table, just brains everywhere. Okay, Robert Beal, <laughs> Robert Beal, boy, T's and P's to Temple, by the way. How bad <laughs> is that team? That team is really bad. Okay, um, Robert Beal just waiting his turn, mm-hmm. but then when he gets his turn, Clint, this cat can play. You forget, this is a five-star kid. He came out, and listen, we talked about it yesterday with Channing Tindall. Not all highly rated high school players develop at the same rate. You understand? Correct. Some of them Correct. come in, they're ready to go right away. Some of them require a little bit more time. And Robert Beal has not, quite frankly, had very many opportunities. I don't know if you've heard of the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year yet, but his name mm-hmm. is Aziz Ojolari, oh, and he's doing fine. I don't know if you've heard of Adam Anderson, who was leading this team in sacks before he was uh, indefinitely suspended. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Nolan Smith, who was the number one high school player to come out in a half a decade. Uh, we're, Robert Beal has had plenty of dudes in front of him, but now he's getting his opportunity, and Georgia is no worse for the wear on the outside, Clint. This dude's playing fantastic, and kudos to him for still being here. I I want every single one of you. Now, I'm going to rehash a small bit of history that talks about how Kirby can't start the right guy and how players are just leaking out, just leaving because they're disgruntled with all the lies of playing time. You you shut your mouth because look at this defense now. Look at the players that came back with unfinished business. Look at the recruits still wanting to come and still signing up to come. Looking at the mountain of talent that's there, knowing that Kirby Smart's going to play and develop you. And Robert Beal made a business decision. And he said, you know what? This is going to be the best spot for me. And I'm going to make my mark. And people are going to notice me because this program can get it done. And this coaching staff can get it done. And Robert Beal is showing out. And it turns out, my goodness, I'm here for it. Oh, my goodness. He showed out in a big way. So glad to have him out there. Yes, sir. Uh, Hey, we're going to come back after this. We have lots to talk about. We're going to try to get into the DBs. We're going to talk about Stetson. Uh, We're going to talk about the O-line. We might even get into Gary Danielson and what an atrocious abomination he is to college athletics. Uh, But first, want to let you know about NetSuite. This is it. Uh, The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it in, the championship is yours. But on your backswing... Your hat follows over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business, Daniel? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated financial software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93%, that's pretty dang good, of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over uh, 20, I'm sorry, yeah, 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, 
through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Head over to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end-of-the-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Clint, I got a question for you. I love Daily Fantasy. Mm. Big fan of it. Enjoy it. Do you know what I hate? What do you hate? The NFL. That's I it. Hate the NFL. Do you know unwatchable? Why? Because it's unwatchable. It's just it's unwatchable. Do you know what I love? What's that? College football. Mm. Per- particularly Brock Bowers. That's that's what I love. Now. If only there were a way, Clint, for me to play daily fantasy okay. with college football players. Do you know what I feel like? I feel like I know enough about college football. Yes. That if someone would just give me fair odds mm-hmm. and they would allow me to choose the, prop, the, the props that I want, the players that I want, the stats that I want, and okay. they, I just choose the over or I choose the under, the lines are set, everything is fair, and I just pick my side. And then I set my lineup, and I and I win. I feel like I would be able to do that. Clint is, if only there was such a company. Dave, what if I said Prize Picks is what you're looking for? What's well, Prize Picks? I've already signed up for it. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Listen, tell the people the promo code because they like free money and they mm-hmm. want to go to Prize Picks right now. They want to enter this promo code. They want to get their free money. Are they going to give us? Free money, Clint? Is that free money? Up to a hundred percent deposit match on up to a hundred bucks. Pricepicks.com. Promo code locked on. Hundred dollar price match mm. deposit match guarantee up to a hundred dollars. You love to see it. You love to see it. All right. I think I think we go sets and Bennett next. We have we gotta to go, go sets, sets and Bennett. Next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Everybody ready? Bring it in. Bring, Bring it in. in. Georgia fans, bring it in. Okay. This is, we just need to have a, a, a kind of a tough love. This is not even the more you know. Okay. No, this no. is not even that. This is like, this, this is, is like, re- this is reality and expectation setting conversation. Like, this is you and your child yeah. as you're about to this, go out. You're like, all right, buddy, we need to come up with what the victory is. Here's, here's the expectation on how we're going to come out of victory. Oh, and see, that's let me, interesting. Interesting parenting style. I was thinking this was more of a, like a "don't make me get my belt" conversation <laughs> that I was going to have with the Georgia fans. But also, also that, two also that, two different types know, of parents here. Okay. Look, philosophies okay. change. Can I just encourage you, Georgia football fan? I don't care. And and look, I'm I'm preaching to the choir. If this is you, because I am one of them, and I'm I'm talking to myself. I don't give two rats that if you think JT is a better thrower. If you think JT is more skilled, if he knows, I don't care because you know who's told us that Stetson Bennett is the starting quarterback until his legs literally fall off his body or his brain is open to the public on an operating table. His name is Stetson Bennett, the fourth. He is your starting quarterback. He is Kirby's choice. He is Todd Munkin's choice. He's this team's choice. They are connected. They are behind him. So I don't care the argumentation. It's useless at this point point. It's like complaining that the sun is too hot. Well, guess what? That's the sun. It is. Stop. Move on. This particular sun has curly hair 
and beats Tennessee 41 to 17. That's See, that's the other thing. That was the tough love. Now let's get to the good side. He's good. Like yeah, he's, he's good. good, and he's winning, and he's throwing, and he's getting A.D. Mitchell touchdowns, and he's getting Burton touchdowns. He's do- throwing wheel routes and perfectly placed balls to James Cook in the back of the end zone. He's mm. good, y'all. It's and, and again, you said it. You said it perfectly, and so I'll only serve to reiterate that it doesn't matter if you think one is better than the other. It's fine. I don't care if you do. I don't care if you don't. Don't tell me who you think the better quarterback is. This because I don't ever want to have that conversation again. Do you know why? Because you said it. Listen to Kirby's post-game press conference. And you tell me, Georgia fan, who's going to start every game for the rest of the season? You tell me. Because Kirby's so sick of these reporters. He won't even play games anymore. Like he doesn't even – he won't even speak Kerbanese anymore because he's nope. so sick and tired of reporters. I don't want to name names here, but I it's hard not to name names. I think you want to. He's sick and tired of reporters asking the the dumbest questions that you have literally ever heard in your entire life. That he's now just basically coming out and saying to you, look, guys, stop asking me. What more do you want from Stetson Bennett? He's the guy. So, again, it doesn't matter who you think is better. It doesn't matter who Kirby thinks is better. This is the guy who's the starting quarterback for Georgia. He can win us a national championship. He will win us a national championship. He's good enough to do it. And if you need to know why he's good enough to do it, go back and listen to yesterday's show. Particularly listen to segment two. And that will give you all the information you need as we talked about the Georgia linebackers and the Georgia defense. Mm. That will give you all the information you need about why I can have supreme confidence in Stetson Bennett to win us a national championship. He does it with his feet. Does he miss throws? Yes. Do all quarterbacks miss throws? Would JT Daniels take a sack in spots that Stetson doesn't? Yes. Would JT Daniels maybe hit a throw that Stetson misses? Yes. Who cares, Georgia fans? Here's what I refuse to do, Clint. Okay. And again. Preaching to the choir. Here's yep. what I refuse to do. I refuse to get to the end of this 12-0 season. I refuse to get to the SEC championship. I refuse to get to the college football playoff, to the national championship game, and to the national championship and still be frustrated with this team. Why would you do that to yourself, Georgia fans? You play mm-hmm. to win okay. the game. And, and really quick, how many times have we won the game, the, the goal of the entire thing we call college football? How many times have we won? All the times. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. How that's many a, times, Clint, how many times has it even been remotely close? Who was the quarterback? There it is. Okay, so Georgia Ooh. fans. Just take a deep breath, okay? Stetson Bennett is a Georgia Bulldog. He is a gamer, and he's good enough. He ain't getting drafted by no NFL team, but that doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to to you. To you, it doesn't matter. Significant to some. Significant to some. (laughs) We're... 
There are, this, it's significant to some. Let's just, let's please, please stop the conversation right there. All right. We, we got a whole third segment that we're coming back for after this. Clint's going to have to drag himself up from under the table. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. They're the place to go to place every wager that you want in college football, college basketball, which the season's up and up and running. By the way, kudos to the Georgia Bulldogs. Looked pretty good against Cincinnati on the road. I, I gotta you got to admit, Clint. I watched. I tuned in, and I tuned in after. I watched. I went back to watch because I was waiting for the reactions. People were excited. They looked good. People on Twitter and she were telling this, me. I went back and watched. They looked good. This kid, Bridges, is the best Ooh. big man that Georgia has had in quite some time. I'm going to talk about him more soon. This kid, Bridges, is worth tuning in for by himself. He's really he fun is. to watch in the paint. Okay. Uh, Bet Online is the place to go to place every wager you want NBA, NFL, college football, college basketball, NHL, whatever your sport. Bet Online has got it. Props, parlays, money lines, spreads, over unders, anything that you want. Go to betonline.ag, enter the promo code locked on, and you get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That's free money with which to bet on college sports. Betonline.ag, enter the promo code locked on. For a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. Yep. Clint, there's a lot more to talk about about this team. And we might get to at least one of the other things here, here after this. But I can't go any longer. Mm. Because I can't go any longer. I thought it was going to be the first thing that we led with on the podcast this week. Has there ever been a human being who is more out of touch with his or her profession than Gary Danielson is I, with college football. I once had a doctor. I went in for a, a, a thing on my toe. My toe was hurting me. I once had a doctor try to uh, help out my toenail, like correct, and they wound up literally slicing off a huge chunk of my toe. Okay. <laughs> This is this is so much more information than any listener of the podcast has ever intended to to, to take on. That this doctor, is, that doctor, uh-huh. yeah. was more of a professional than Gary 100%. Danielson is at his profession. Okay, not only that, that doctor is probably more qualified to speak about SEC football than Gary Danielson is. Just hundred percent. He is the single worst broadcaster I have ever heard at any time, at any level. Clint. Beth Mowens? Sure, come on down. Like, I don't well, care. Bring it clone on. Clone her, put her on the sideline, put her in the play-by-play, put her in the color commentary. I would love it. I would tune in and just and just let it wash over me. Gary Danielson... The things that he says, the way that he says them, the way that he has no idea, Clint, what down it is. Like we're what? talking about things that everyone watching knows. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fourth down decision for Kirby and uh, and the Georgia Bulldogs. No, that was second down. It's only third down now. So we'll be we'll be calling another play before we have to make any decision on anything, Gary. Well, the. The result of that sack fumble doesn't really matter because it's going to be Georgia's ball either way. Well, no, because it was third down. It wasn't fourth down. It was third down. So it actually matters a great deal 
the result of the there's it's lit it's like he's I mean, is he drunk? Is he just that? There was a time at which he turned, coming back from halftime, I think, and it was, let's get your thoughts on the second, ha- the starting of the second half, and he froze for a good five seconds in silence in the booth, and he, he didn't know said, what to say. He just said, line, line, I don't, tell me what to say. Is this, is, is Nick Saban here? Can I, I talk about Nick Saban? How's Alabama doing? Are they still, are they, they're number one, right? They're, they're, they're undefeated. They're SEC, well, Alabama, Alabama. All right, let's move on. Uh, He's the worst. You know who's not the worst, Clint? Ooh. <laughs> okay, okay. Can I, can I please? Yep. I okay. know I love Jorge Pickens. You do. I noted. do. It's noted. He he has all the feels. Do you know how many times I have missed Jorge this year, Daniel? That's a zero. And, and it's zero times. And you know why? Because this man, A.D. Mitchell, out here, and if he was our only wide receiver weapon, guys, he'd be leading the SEC in reception, reception yards, and receiving touchdowns. It just so happens he shares a field with the likes of Big O, Brock Bowers, Jermaine Burton, Arian Smith. I mean, we go on. But... A.D. Mitchell is this dude. He made a cut on, yep. a, on a comeback. It was yep. show-stopping. This man has all the tools, and he's so flipping young. He has the, the, the knowledge of where the soft spot is. He has the explosiveness. He has the catch radius. He is every single bit of what Jorge was going to be to this team this year before the injury. Uh, he's that dude. Like, I'm telling you, the way this man moves in and out of cuts, Clint, the way that he runs his routes, Clint, you don't see it. You don't see it all that often in college football. You certainly don't see it all that often cheering for them Georgia Bulldogs, Clint, because it hadn't been around all that often. This is a true freshman. Now, A.D. Mitchell – a bit of a struggle last week. Still, I mean, nothing terrible. No, nobody's, you know, nobody's gonna threaten to cut him from the team or anything from his performance last week. But a bit of a struggle last week. All right, had a drop, made a big yep. catch, made up for it, but had, but had a, maybe two drops if I can remember it correctly. Bit of bit of a struggle for AD last week. But that second quarter, Clint, he went straight takeover in this game, didn't he? Did he just he just said step. Look me in the eyes. You look at me. Uh-huh. I'll be open. Throw me the ball. Don't make. Don't look anywhere else. Throw me the ball. Don't don't wait till I'm open either. I'll be mm-hmm. open. You throw the ball on time. I'll be there. I promise you. And sure enough, and that's that's what Stets did. That, and that's what Ad Mitchell did. Clint, oh this my gosh. this wide receiving core. We hadn't even talked this week about Brock Bowers. I look. Look, who is you want to talk about a lagoon creature, Clint? You want to talk about a creature from the lagoon? Who is Brock Bowers and why? Why? How? In what way? These all of these questions, all of these questions cease to be answered. We're asking Kirby about if he runs counter, okay? If he knows what a counter play is. Literally, reporters. You don't want to name names, but sometimes. A question is so dumb, like, do you, like uh, legendarily Kirby, dumb. Kirby, do you, do you run counter? Do you know? I mean, is that in the playbook? Do you know what that is, Kirby? 
I don't think I understand the question. Do I understand what a simple run play that's been around since 60 is? Yes, it's a staple in every single offensive playbook ever. I understand. I understand that he's doing just fine for himself. But Kirby doesn't make enough money to answer some of these questions. Like, you understand? Like, he's not. Like, it's far be it for me to. But he doesn't make enough money to answer some of these questions. Um, Look, AD Mitchell. AD Mitchell is that dude. Brock Bowers is that dude. There is no one like him in the entire landscape of college football. Big O is not like him. Big O is a different creature. He is also a lagoon creature, but it's a different creature. It's a different lagoon. It's a, it's different a different lagoon entirely. <laughs> Look, I don't. I don't know more all the mar- amphibians. Marsh. I don't know marsh, all the species and the genus of them. I don't even know what a, a, a dolphin pod is. Who am I to say what comes from a marsh and a swamp? And all? I, I don't. I don't know. Lagoon. Um, no, Brock Bowers is uh, acrobatic tight end who punishes people. Like I've never seen a dude. The only comp that I have of the attitude of this guy, and that's what it comes down to, his his body work is on, it's, it's Champ Bailey or it's Heinz Ward, where they like they don't fit a profile. How Heinz Ward did not fit a profile of a wide receiver where he enjoyed being an offensive tackle and catching balls and throwing them. Like Champ Bailey, yes. same thing. You know, where he enjoyed punishing people and locking down coverage corner. You, you just don't get those types of people that are in the same and body. 240 snaps a game. That is, that is Brock. Brock can do this acrobatic catch on the sideline and face palm a dude into the ground as well as inline block on a screen. I, I don't know if I've ever seen in my life Daniel, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating right now. I'm trying not to be hyperbolic. I have never seen a tight end like him. I've never seen a football player like him. Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, here's the beauty of it. Clint. Uh, how many teams are there? 130 teams, 136, 132, something like that. Let's just round down to 130. Yeah. 130 teams in college football. I would guess, a hundred and twenty-four of them are all thinking about next year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because this year, pretty much over. I'll tell you this: Brock Bauer is definitely not a swamp creature. He might be a marsh creature, or a lagoon creature. Definitely not a swamp creature. If he yeah. were a swamp creature, he would have given up fifty-two points to Samford. That was That's that was a slip done. of the tongue. But it's one hundred and thirty dead on. 130 teams in college football, 124 of them all thinking about next year because guess what? This year is over. Guess who's not thinking about next year yet, Clint? Uh, Georgia. This guy. Um, But let me just just forecast a little bit for you. We're talking about A.D. Mitchell and Brock Bowers, Clint. A.D. Mitchell and Brock Bowers. Now, these guys are fairly good. Do players normally get better or worse between their first and second year in college? Uh, are we talking about quarterback un- under Dan um, Mullen, or are we talking? No. Okay. No. Okay. Well, then no. they get better. They get better. That's that's what I was going for. Uh, I should have made it more simple for you. You should the, have. Now, these players are already good. They're Ooh. going to get better. Ooh. They're both going to be here next year. Well, what if I told you they're also going to be here the year after that? Clint. There it is. You understand, like, 
Kirby has not just recruited a receiving core that's good, but he's recruited a receiving core that's going to be elite for the foreseeable future. Like, in perpetuity. I know guys still coming into the program and welcome to them. Sure. And that's fantastic. Sure. But these these young young receivers, Clint, this is something different. It's something special. And they're gonna be in Athens for a while. And <laughs> let's play a fun game. It. Let's play a fun game really quick, Daniel. Okay. You name a wide receiver on this team who is going to leave early to go into the draft this coming year. Who's going to leave early, mm-hmm. so not as a senior. Not a senior. To go into the draft mm-hmm. this year. This year. I guess technically speaking, does Kieris have another year of eligibility left since oh, because of COVID? I, I, because of COVID, you're right. I, I forgot. Kieris, he does. He absolutely Spoiler does. Spoiler alert, he might not go to the – he might come back. He might guys, come back. Guys, if you're talking about body of work for, for NFL execs, uh, like they let's... need more they need more body of work. They need more tape. Well So you're saying next year it's gonna be Everybody. Er, everybody. All of them. Oh, okay. 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 Look, guess this 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 team is otherworldly. Cannot say more things about it. We're gonna come back tomorrow, and we have we have a whole laundry list of things from this game. This game was the exclamation point. It was supposed to be the test. It was on the road, SEC, Neyland Stadium, adverse flu. Like this is gonna go down as one of my favorite games I've ever watched in UGA because of how it mm-hmm. played out and what this end result in this na- in this narration arc of our season. Come back tomorrow where Daniel and I will be talking about it. Um, oh my gosh, we're 10 and 0. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so good. Um, how sweet you is that going to be next week, Daniel, when you and I cash on our season win total over bet? Yeah, we need to squeak out a win against Charleston Southern in order to hit that over 10 and a half is what they had the line set. Thanks, Vegas. Boy, if only Thanks. I had wagered a extremely large sum of money on it. Like oh, all my units. All my oh. units went to that to begin the season. Oh, I see. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, hey, come back tomorrow. Daniel, I'll be back. Locked on Bulldogs here on Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. See you.